Welcome back to Prop Talk. Today we'll be talking a little about sports. We have Jackson with us. Howdy. Glad to have you on the show, and we'll get right into it. So most of my life I played hockey, started out with roller hockey, and then uh, through eighth grade through all of high school I ran cross country. You can talk about a little bit about what y'all did and what y'all played. I guess my sports career started in middle school with soccer. And then in high school, I decided that soccer was not for me. In freshman year, I didn't play any sports. In sophomore year, I took up playing tennis and played tennis all throughout high school. And still play occasionally when time permits and when Jackson is free. Yeah. Which is rarely nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, so for me, at, so starting in middle school, I played basketball. And that was the only sport I played. And I was like... Pretty sure I was going to the NBA at that point. <laughs> I was like the, like I wore Nike Elite socks and like. Oh yeah. Oh, you were that guy. <laughs> yeah, and basketball shorts every day. The neon socks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was uh, what I was thinking because when I got to high school, I was still doing that my freshman year, and I played ninth grade it was fine, but tenth grade year was terrible for me because we played one Robins High School, the one Robins Demons, and. This dude was about six, nine, like, <laughs> humongous. A brick wall. And I'm gardening. So he gets the rebound, turns around, dunks stuff all in my face, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. I can only imagine. And that was when I quit basketball. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the basketball career. Yeah, right then and there. Ended before no more, it began. No more NBA. So, but uh, after that, I ended up picking up football and was pretty good at that and then started playing tennis and that was pretty much my two was football and tennis yeah so how did y'all like tennis then because y'all both well, play tennis yeah so i so how i got into it was a friend from church came to me and she was like hey we need more guys on the tennis team can you play and i was like i don't know anything about tennis yeah i don't know how to hit the ball or anything and i was like well i mean i, I could try she's like okay well after choir practice, because we were in the youth choir together, after choir practice, we'll go to the tennis courts and and we can hit and we'll see if you like it. And if you like it, then you can try out for the team. And I was like, okay, deal. So after that, we went and hit. I think I hit every ball over the fence, <laughs> which is not the goal of tennis, if yeah. you do not know. Um, so I did a lot of ball chasing that, that, that night. And then from there, I tried out. Um, I don't know how I made the team. I guess they just needed people. That's how I made the team. <laughs> and um, just went from there. That's about the same for me. Uh, like, our tennis team was super small, but my freshman year, they just won the state championship. So they were all seniors, so they were completely gone, and they they just needed people. Oh, yeah, I need a whole new team. Pretty much. I think and that's what it was for me, too. So when I quit basketball, the tennis coach was also one of my teachers, and he was just like, come out there, try it. And I made some friends that are still my good buddies still today. And uh, it was, tennis was fun then. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> tennis was a good sport. And the funny thing about it is, Jackson, you know, we had discussed last year when we met for the second, we figured out it was the, for the second time. Yeah. Because we lived in the same, what was it, what do they call it, district? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, same district. Region. Region, yes. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Same, region. same region. And we had actually played together on, or played against each other on different teams, and we didn't even know it. And 
I think that's pretty funny. And we talked about that when, what, months after we met each other. Yeah, I I didn't actually play you, but you played our team. I remember when you came there because y'all's match lasted until the sunset. And we just got <laughs> new courts built and, like, the lights, the brand new court, the lights barely worked. <laughs> but I remember y'all playing forever. Okay. And I left because I was tired of watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you were that guy. Full of that guy. Uh, that's a lot a lot different than mine because I remember my brother, he was uh, one of his friends. We were playing roller hockey out in the cul-de-sac. And so I started joining playing. And then uh, we started playing at the YMCA, just roller hockey. And from there, my brother, he went to ice hockey and also playing roller hockey because... Ice hockey is very expensive, especially down south. So yeah, my parents didn't want to spend the money if it wasn't something that I wanted to do for a while. And then uh, I think I was like maybe 10 or 11, maybe even 12. That's when I started playing ice hockey at a local uh, rink over there, and I fell in love with it instantly. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think if I tried to play hockey, I would not do very well. No, I mean, no one's good at first. It's, it's totally different. Because you're on ice and you have skates and it's not, <laughs> not on your feet. It's, That's a recipe for disaster for but, me. I mean, at the same time, it's like riding a bike right now because you get on the ice, it just all comes back to you and you just understand how to move. You understand what they look for and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. I think, I mean, for me, tennis is that way. Yeah. Just because. Yeah, because I couldn't hit a tennis ball the same life. Like me and you went out there and tried. <laughs> I'm just terrible. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. But yeah, you, I mean, you pick up the racket and you're not going to hit shots that you could hit when you played often but i mean you still know how to hit the ball and you can rally so i didn't even know that they did hockey like anywhere near here like i didn't know that was even a thing <laughs> yeah yeah so i'll explain that a little bit so basically there's house which i, I mean what well, from my understanding the same thing as a rec for basketball or i guess any other uh, team okay. around here yeah they call a house and then there's travel teams and they have you know single a double a triple a triple a is the best and from there there's the junior teams which has uh like that's the older kids. I think it's like, I think they have a junior team for 16 and up and then 18 and up. Mm-hmm. And those are like the best of the best teams there are around and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's set up similar, similarly, um, I mean, I guess to other sports and stuff like that. But yeah, so there's travel teams, there's house, there's rec teams, if you want to call it that. And then uh, a lot of local colleges, they have their own teams too, which most of the colleges around here, they are clubs because the... High school doesn't want to sponsor them and pay money towards it, so they kind of as a club. Mm, gotcha. I feel like kids that are playing hockey in the South, I mean, even if you're doing just the roller hockey or you're doing ice hockey, you're just at a disadvantage coming from the South there because, like, it's not a common thing. Yeah, not at, at all. all. Like, I had never really even thought of it. But I remember a couple of years ago when I was playing tennis, my coach <clears throat> was from overseas, and he – where he's from, hockey is big. And he was mm-hmm. asking uh, my friend Seth and I, because we were taking lessons together, he was asking us if we had heard of the the, the new local team coming together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, are you going to the the next game or whatever? And we were like, <laughs> we don't even know <laughs> how to play hockey. Like, why would we go? But that's pretty cool. I've always wanted to go to one. I just haven't made it there yet. But it's on the list of things to do. It's super fun. I mean, I love it to death. I wish I could still go on the ice right now and go play, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not possible where I'm at right now. I miss every day. Yeah, so, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So have you ever got into, like, 
a fight. <laughs> well, you're like, is that like, what are the rules about fighting? Yeah, hockey? because so, it happens all the time. I mean, which which fight you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, well, like when they just they lock shoulders and they just start beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. So basically, here's the thing. So there's a big thing with the refs if they're gonna allow it, because of course young kids they're not gonna let them fight because the moms are getting mad. Yeah. Uh, I I have seen parents go at it on opposite teams because their kids did something to the other kid. And they start going at it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Some of the parents are even worse than the kids. But Jeez. it really comes down to... So any fight you get into, there, there's a rule book. So if you get in a fight, first thing off, if your helmet pops off throughout the game, no matter what, you're kicked out of the rest of the game, and then you're suspended the next game. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I didn't know that, because it, it seems like it's kind of a common thing. For the NHL, for the professionals, yes. But because of... Uh, what is it? The, just the standard league down here in Georgia is the rule book because, you know, they're minor, most of them are minors and all other stuff. They have yeah. to protect it and they don't want to encourage fighting because, yeah, fighting is part of the sport. And a lot of times it's worth it because fighting is just fighting because, I mean, what you're trying to do is, one, you're trying to beat the other person up. <laughs> but the second part of it is trying to hype your team up like, oh yeah, okay, let's go. Let's let's move it. Let's get him back. Let's score a goal. Let's we're back on track right now. So that's another big part of it. It's not just oh I hate this person. I'm gonna beat him up because. So you can't just go jump this other guy that doesn't have anything to do with the plate, right? Oh, I mean, you were talking about that earlier at dinner. I mean, yes and no. You, I mean, you just gotta be a, be able to accept the punishment, because there's there's been a time where me and this kid, um, me and this, we played travel on opposite teams so we had a little bit of beef from before and he was on a I mean, team that no one liked or anything like that so first high school game i was taking the face off and it was against one of the kids i didn't like is that like the kickoff i mean I'm asking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually don't so know. the referee drops the puck okay and then the two centermen they go out at it trying to get it to their players to okay. make it play sorry for so, no, <laughs> I'm so this kid looks at me that i knew and we just had bad beef and all stuff. He goes, you trying to go right now? I said, yeah, let's go. First high school game, first play, first puck drop. We just go at it. <laughs> I mean, we are going at it. No one even knows what's going on because, like, it's the first game. Jeez. So I remember our coach looks at the referee. He goes, I don't even know what the heck just happened there. <laughs> he goes, what in the world was that? Uh, I explained to the coach. He goes, well, I mean, you're going to do the time now. I said, oh, I understand. I get it. But, I mean... So it really comes down to because I mean there's been a lot of fights it's like that, but the referees break them up and all the stuff and they're like just go back to the bench. We're not gonna make you sit or anything like that because it was mutual. I mean I understand why you did it. So it just really comes down to what the ref wants to do. Gotcha. It's a lot of fun though. <laughs> I mean I don't think I'd be too good at that sport. That's tennis is a no contact <laughs> sport and I think I'll stick with you it. You got the ball fun hitching oh, though. Oh <laughs> yeah, I've been hit a couple times. It doesn't feel too good. So like in the NHL. Do they have, like, what's the rules for fighting in there? So, like, I know they have the penalty box. Is that a thing with yeah. high school students? Oh, absolutely. Too? That's all the way through, yeah. Okay. So, for fighting in an NHL, you usually, I mean, if it's a clean fight, you're going to get five minutes in penalty box. That's so it. That's not that bad. No, yeah. Okay, but most yeah. penalties are uh, two minutes. Like, if you slash someone or do something else or hook them, that's two minutes in the box. And then your team's down a player while they're up a player. So it's oh, five to so four. They can't bring a substitute in. No. Oh, so no. I, I mean, you you're allowed to switch anytime you want. Like, let's say I'm gonna play right now. All right, I'm I'm tired. I'm gonna get off. The, I'm gonna let someone else go in. So there's no stopping to play. It's just like. Just... Yeah, I mean, unless unless someone scores a goal or there's a whistle or something like that, then there's a stop at the game. 
So it's not can, constantly. You can sub anytime. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, oh, that sounds tired. That's hectic. You just go, all right, let's go, boys. Bring it in, dump a change or something like that. And then you get on the bench and you let line three or line two or line one go wherever line you're on. And then you switch it up. Hmm. But usually you're gas. So, I mean, line shifts are supposed to be every 30 seconds to about 50 seconds. Depends on the team. Depends on the line and all this stuff. Because huh. you're when you're on the ice, you're going, going, going. You're reading that play. So it's it's quick. Gotcha. And then you're you're up within another minute, so it's constant. Tennis is a pretty slow paced, I'd say, because I mean after every point you have a couple seconds to breathe. Yeah. But I mean if you play doubles, which I play doubles, and did you, you yeah, play doubles? I, play doubles I thought you played doubles as well. And so, I mean doubles, you you run a lot, and the plays can go for a pretty lengthy amount of time, or the point can go for a pretty lengthy amount of time. It just depends because doubles you can hit more more angles. And yeah. uh, trickier shots than you can in singles, usually. I mean, unless you're a professional. I'm nowhere near professional, so I don't know. <laughs> but, <clears throat> so yeah, there's that. And then, did fighting in hockey relate to school rules at all? Because if we were going to go jump the other guy, it's game over. You're like, you're suspended from school and all this other no, stuff. No, no, not at all, because it's part of the sport. Okay. But the thing was... But so, also, that wasn't connected to your high school, was it? No, because technically okay, okay. it was a club. Gotcha, gotcha. But even gotcha. even up north, when it is connected to the thing, it's still part of the sport. Okay. It's not one of those things like, oh, you're, it's a school function or that. No, it, it's just something part of the sport. Mm-hmm. And it's not a main part of the sport. It's just something that happens because it's a high, tense, high adrenaline game. I mean, you kind of just have to expect it. I mean, it's not going to happen every game, but it's okay, just part of it. That's what you're saying. Now, like, in tennis, I mean, just a small thing is hitting your racket on the ground. It's up to your coach's discretion to yeah. they can pull you out of the game. Um, and so you would forfeit that match mm, okay. for your team. Or, you know, that could be the end of your season. Yeah. Uh, we had one guy that we were playing against. I was already done with my match, and we were watching, you know, another teammate's match go on. Well, this guy had had enough of getting drop-shotted, so he slung his racket across the court. Oh, <laughs> and it skipped through the court next to him, through the court next to that, and then hit the fence. Oh, jeez. And his coach says, all right, you're done. Your season's yeah. over. But that's kind of like, I've never seen someone do that. Like, yeah, there's one thing like hitting your racket on the ground, but throwing it to where it's in someone else's game, like, yeah, I could see. That was very unsportsmanlike. And, yeah, yeah he, he was done for it. And he, he went in the, to the bathroom and punched the brick wall <laughs> several times after that. Jeez, yeah. So, yeah, that was strange. But, I mean, we didn't really have a whole lot of people doing stuff like that. Just because if we did, then, like, even if we did it at practice, we we would end up running. So. Yeah. Well, I learned my lesson real quick about smacking your racket on the ground. Like the, let's see, where we were in Blackley County, right down the road, uh, playing them in, like, a tournament. Mm-hmm. And we were getting our butt destroyed because they were, they were a bigger school and they were just better than us. <laughs> they yeah, were sure. way better. Yeah. And I, they scored a point and I just smacked my racket on the ground. Cracked it clean through the frame, and it was a brand new Babylon racket oh, that I just no. paid for with my money. Oh no! It was destroyed. But don't smack your racket. <laughs> <laughs> now, my partner Seth, um, he one time he missed a shot or something, missed a serve. I don't remember what it was, but he he had he did this thing where he would hit his racket on his foot, so it wasn't on the ground. But you know, yeah. it does the same thing mentally for yeah. you. Okay. I messed up, you know, it's just like the routine you do when you play tennis, I guess. 
to hit your racket on something because it's in your hand and that's the closest thing you have to hitting something. Yeah. So he did it on his foot so he wouldn't break it. One day he slung that thing so hard it cracked on his foot. Oh my god. Cracked his racket. We, I mean, luckily we hit it back up. So we were, we were, <laughs> we were fine. But that, I thought that was funny and to this day we still still pick on him about it. So how is that as a team sport then? Because do you that really depend on that person or like how, how does it work? Okay, well, on the high school level, I'll speak for uh, doubles, and you can speak for how you make points as a team, if, if, if you want to do that, Jackson. Okay. Okay, so, like, as doubles, you um, you have a partner, and it doesn't matter who hits the ball. I mean, there's, like, unspoken rules for doubles on who's supposed to hit the ball at certain times and different plays you can make as a doubles, like, team. And so that goes for each team. So first to six and win by two. And then out of that, the match consists of um, best of three sets. Okay. It so, gets kind of complicated. Like, it's kind of hard. That was the hardest part is to understand how the score works because it really makes no sense. And then how the sets and matches and all that stuff kind of. Yeah. So you have games, which is um, first to 40, technically win by two as well. And it goes 15, 30, 40. I don't know why. That's just how it is. And then there's... What's love? Is that 15? Love is zero. Okay, love is zero. So, yeah, so you have love, 15, 30, 40. And then if you win the 40 point or the 40 serve, that's your game point. Okay. And then you need first to six games for the set, and you have to win by two. Okay, And then yeah, you pay yeah. plus best two out of three sets for the match. After that, you win the match. Jackson, I'll let you explain this part. So, like, you typically have three singles players and then two doubles teams and so when two schools play each other you're looking to get majority however you can so a lot of schools you're not supposed to do this you're supposed to put your best players you know playing first singles then second then maybe have your best doubles team mm-hmm. yeah at first doubles but we're our school was guilty of this because we were trying to win yeah <laughs> we would you know kind of put where we could know we could win matchups so we'd put like Maybe our second best player at first uh, singles. So, yeah, so you can win one match later. Yeah, oh, so okay. we have yeah. our best person playing their second best person. Which yeah, is, that's called stacking. Yeah, it's you know against the rules, but you know you can't really prove. You can say that person can't. a good game or something. Like that. And okay. uh, yeah. I would have to say that's why my team lost to yours, Jackson, <laughs> because we were honest players. We were we were dirty old single A, <laughs> rough redneck tennis team. <laughs> Our our coach knew absolutely nothing about tennis, but he he was a softball player. So all the only tip he ever gave us was come through the ball, get <laughs> on the ball. Like, all right, <laughs> but, all right, coach. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like okay. So that reminded me of his strategy because a lot of times you would have your line two playing line one and holding it down, trying to let them score. So your first line would be playing line three. They have a good opportunity to score a goal. Mm, so you like okay, so kind of like stacking tennis, where a better teammate is paired up against a weaker opponent. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it would be easier for line one because line one's best, line okay. two is the second best, oh, line okay. three is the gotcha worst. I guess. So I guess it's really the same thing, stacking, because I mean, you give somewhere, but you take somewhere else. Yeah, and it's not legal whatsoever. It's just strategy in hockey. Yeah, that's why it's, it's, it's kind of funny that it's legal in tennis. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about that. I don't know if it's a rule or if it's just like a... Common courtesy type of yeah. deal. Yeah. Our coach had always told... Because we had asked, like, hey, coach, can we stack? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, we, were, I mean, we were cool with our coach. 
And she was like, no, we're not doing that. And we we're like, well, well daggum it. <laughs> All right. Well, if you say so. We tried all different kinds of lineups with, like, putting our two best singles players as a double team. But a lot of times that don't work when you have someone who's just good at singles. Like, a lot of times them playing doubles will be hard for them just because yeah, they're not I mean, used it's, to that teamwork. It's a different game. Yeah. Because, um, well, for Seth and I, you know, we've known each other since the fourth grade. So we had been good friends all the way up to playing tennis in high school. We spent a lot of time together, and we knew each other really well. So we could kind of read the play, and I'd be like, okay, I know Seth's going to go for this ball. I don't have to go for it. Yeah. Or I know Seth's going to move here and react this way. So that's I all, can Yeah, that's all the chemistry within so players, yeah. I feel like in that way, we had an advantage. But, I mean, if you play tennis together long enough, you'll get that. Or you practice together enough, mm-hmm. you'll get that. Yeah, you just so know each other. That's different. But like you said, Jackson, when you have a singles player come in, to doubles, the court is different. The court's bigger for doubles. And the setup's a little different, and where you need to stand's a little different. And shot angles are a lot different because you can open up a lot more angles in doubles than you can in singles. So it, I would agree it is different when a singles player joins in, and mm-hmm. it kind of messes up the, the the synergy that you have. Mm-hmm. So what's up with y'all making noises when you hit the ball? Oh, that, that's how you get more power, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That yeah, that's um well honest. Sometimes you don't even notice it. Like it's just instinct. Okay. It just happens, especially been... on a hefty serve. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just happens, and you don't realize it. Because I've I've watched a couple of pro games and stuff, and I'm like, what are they making the weird noises for? <laughs> Anything you can to get a harder swing. Okay, I mean that makes sense. I mean it's kind of like with boxers, like when they're throwing punches, they're like that whole type of. Yeah. I guess I don't know if that's a proven fact that whenever you let out air that do better or whatever it just makes you feel better I don't know we should uh, we should look that up I'm curious I thought it was a little bit of just to intimidate the opponent too you know well yeah it, yeah it can be but you can also get a, a voice fault if you're too obnoxious okay hmm. but that was really up to the opponent you're playing because we didn't have um, refs and tennis yeah it's all honor system and <laughs> no nah, I saw the ball was in or oh no it wasn't in so, really you didn't have any refs or anything like no it was a lot wow. of ar- I mean sometimes it did come down to arguing that's how Southern I lost the uh, region champ game it came down to our match yeah the battle for first and we were on a tie break and we lost by two because they cheated us a point the ball was on the line and they said it was out and so that's then we went to, to one more serve, and we lost that one, too. Wow. That's when the hockey rules come in. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when you lose the rest of the season. <laughs> this is when you start throwing your racket, and you start beating the crap out of people. <laughs> you drop the gloves there, boys. <laughs> and so that's game over there. But, yeah, so it really just is honor system. And, I mean, you can talk about it, though. And then sometimes if you, if you, if you question it, it'll be like, okay, you were right. And then yeah. you're, like, questioning more and more points, and they're like, ah, oh, no, nah, like, there's people that. like that that'll just they'll cheat you any way. That, like if it's on oh, the yeah. line, it's supposed to be in. They're calling it out just because yeah. so, they're not. Because that's you know a good what forty feet away from you. I mean you're not gonna be able to see it. And it's your word against theirs. And exactly that's the, when if it gets bad enough, you can call for a line judge, and that's like you'll have one of the coaches come and they'll call the shots. If well, so how it works is if you say the ball was in, you have to question it for the line judge. To tell you what they think. Okay, yeah. So mm. they won't say nothing unless you say something. Yeah. That's that's when you need, what do they call it, eagle's eye and, and the pros. The the cam that watches oh, all yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was just all honor system for us. It was kind of aggravating. 
and led to a lot of arguments and questioning. <laughs> the only other sport I did uh, in my later years, I'd say, would be cross country, and that was that was fun and painful at the same time, because running is every other sport's discipline, and we were out <laughs> yeah. there running out there as fast as we can, basically making a heart rate explode. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun because I was on varsity from freshman year all the way to senior year. So uh, for regionals, you have to run for JV if you're not a upperclassman, if you're not a junior or senior. Okay. So I remember me and my good friend Adam, we were running JV even though we're varsity just because it's regionals and you have to run JV as sophomores. Okay. So we were killing it. We were running together. We were lapping some kids because it's a 3.1 mile race. Oh, jeez. I and, never... <laughs> yeah, and you're in the field, so no one's back there, right? And yeah. so we're yelling at kids. We're like, come on, get it up. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> we're lapping you. Let, move it, move it. And then a lot of times at the beginning of the race, it is the most like anxiety, nerve-wracking thing ever because there's a line of about like 100 to 200 kids all making it up to a small, narrow passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's when you put out your elbows and start elbowing yeah, everybody. You see, you see people getting trampled on Instagram. And oh, Snapchat yeah. And, and you're wearing spikes, too. And if you fall down, you're getting trampled by at least 20 people with spikes on. And I have seen scars. I've People have got hit in the face and all this stuff. Yeah. That sounds terrible. That sounds like a contact sport I do not want part in. Well, a lot of times back in the trails where no one was, people would run past you. Or you'd run past people, and they would try to throw mad elbows, trying to gain a little bit on you. And it got a little dirty, but mm. it was it was fun. Yeah, going going off what you said about running being a punishment. <laughs> it we used running as a warm up. We'd run just a couple laps around, you know, one set of courts. Yeah. To warm up, you get things flowing, and then and then stretch before a match, or even before practice. But I remember one time, uh, every every other team member on our team left the can for the balls okay, yeah. on the court because it started raining so everyone practice was over but Seth and I grabbed our can I we remember we talked about this to this day we remember we grabbed our can and coach was like we found five cans on the court or four cans or whatever it was anyways so Seth and I picked up our can all the other teams left theirs and we had to run two miles in our court shoes Oh, jeez. Well, Jackson, you know, court shoes are not comfortable. No. Not they hurt. It's like wearing bricks on your feet. Pretty much. And they move around a lot, and they hurt. So that two miles on the track, <laughs> court shoes was not fun. And I, we didn't have to do it again after that, thankfully. But, yeah, running was definitely a huge punishment for us, especially in court shoes. So I played high school football. My I started 11th grade year when uh, the coach talked me into playing. And I hadn't played football since I was playing rec ball. Mm-hmm. And back then I was like short and chubby. So they had me on the line and I hated football. <laughs> it was like <laughs> terrible because I just wasn't really a lineman. <laughs> and, but they threw me at wide receiver and I was, I was just, I could catch the ball when they threw it to me. And our quarterback, super good. He plays at Troy now. And he threw a great pass every time, so it made me look so good. (laughs) I was like an okay receiver. I just caught the ball every time it hit my hands. But he hit me every single time, and I was just – I killed high school football. We – 11th grade year, we won the first round of playoffs in like a million years at our school because our school has always sucked. Yeah. (laughs) 
But that was like so awesome. It was a home playoff game. We were playing Tryon, and there were a bunch of mountain boys from up north. Oh, yeah. They're all crazy. I left, <laughs> that, I left that game with a concussion, and, dude, it was so bad. I got hit one play, and he just hit me straight in my head after I caught the ball, and I didn't know what was going on. Like, I'd, I couldn't mm. – we got in the huddle, and I was like, Gunner, he's a quarterback. I was like, what what am I supposed to do on this play? I, I could not remember. Yeah. It. It was like, <laughs> he messed you up. Dude, I it was the weirdest feeling. And I'd had several concussions throughout high school playing football and doing other stupid stuff. But I'm telling you, high school football was so much fun. We had we had such a good team. We had a running back that plays at Clemson now. He's, his name's Lynn J. Dixon. He's about to start getting a lot of PT up there. And he's a national champion in college football. That's kind of awesome. Okay. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> the best person I've ever seen play high school ball would have to be Justin Fields. That kid's a beast. Absolutely. I mean, I remember we were watching him, and he just looked like he was playing professional ball out on a bunch of high schoolers. Yeah. I've, he's I've something he, else. He just poops on all those little kids. He was, <laughs> like, he was on a whole nother level just because. He's fast. He's got the hands. I mean, it's something else. Very happy for that kid. I never had an experience playing football, but I'd always be at the football games. And actually, my sophomore year of high school playing tennis, our starting quarterback was my doubles partner okay, in tennis. Wow. Yeah. And he liked to bring that up every match we had. He goes, so uh, how'd y'all do in football this year, talking to the <laughs> other team? And they'd say, he'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I, I'm the quarterback. <laughs> and it was, just, flex. Yeah, yeah. it was just always so funny because he was this big guy, and I was this – Small sophomore, yeah. I didn't know anything about the world or high school or football. And <laughs> you gotta talk a little smack. <laughs> Here I was, and yeah, we were playing tennis together, so that's think, pretty cool. Yeah, that's funny because you always had to bring it up. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that kind of wraps up uh, our sports experience through our life. We list y'all have anything else to add? No, I think that pretty much covers it because now I don't really do much. I mean, I'll hit tennis ball every now and then, but I usually just go to the gym for my physical activity now. Yeah. I don't do any more cardio. I haven't done. I haven't ran in probably two years. Oh jeez. Don't ever want to do that again. I wish I could get back on the skates though. Yeah, you can't really do that around here, can you? Nope. All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode four of Prop Talk. Uh, catch us next week, and we'll see you then. <laughs>